welcome back. We're here with a special guest, all the way from Utah, originally from Jersey. Yes, sir. Originally from Jersey. You know, tell us your name, bro. Uh, for the Franklin heads, Franklin natives, I'm Alfredo Garcia. Hey. Alfredo. Okay. Back, back Alfredo in the, in the building. Okay. What do they call you out there in Utah? Fredo. Hey. <laughs> 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 nice. It's, um, no. It's family call me Fredo. I'm just keep it like that. Type hey. shit, type shit. All right, so, bro. Go ahead, bro. My bad, bro. I'll cut you off. But um, tell us, bro, like, where'd you grow up and, you know, how was your upbringing? Sure. Um, so I grew up here in Jersey in uh, Somerset. And she was, she was cool. She was breezy. I went to Franklin High with all you fucks. So <laughs> should be rocking. Um, shit. That's probably pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Nothing That's too crazy Frank- to tell y'all. Franklin. Yeah. So what's it like growing up in Franklin and then going to Utah? And what kind of the differences do you see there? You wouldn't believe it, but it's like extreme culture shock. Like... <laughs> Extreme. So, you know how Brunswick's, they got the Spanish cats mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. You push up towards Newark, you get a mix of everybody. Of course. You know, you got Franklin. Mix that's everybody. everybody. For real. Yeah. And then you get your ass, and specifically where I live in Logan, Utah, white people. Nothing but white <laughs> people. They got the clan out there? They probably do. Shit, they got the cult. What the fuck? <laughs> Not the clan, the cult. What oh, kind shit. of cult you talking about? So I got these these Mormon motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they be on some shit. Motherfuckers can't drink tea, can't drink soda. They can't drink flavored water. Shit, probably not even that. Yeah, they probably can't. So mm-hmm. it's like being having been raised by a black man, I'm a Mexican kid, going to an extreme uh, culture shock of just nothing but white, mm-hmm. and even a even a Hispanics is caught up in it too. All this Mormon shit. Mm. That's weird. crazy. Huh. That's it's just, wild. It's weird. So. Yeah, it goes to show that that's low key really a cult, bro. Honestly. No, yeah, like um, some weird shit they got going on. It's like you go to church for three hours mm. on a Sunday, and. Like, I, like there's all these ridiculous rules. You got to be church every day. You don't miss a day. Gotta, Wait, every single day like for you, three hours? They go on Wednesdays. They go on Saturdays. They uh-huh. go on Sundays when it's three hours Damn. in depth. And I'm just like, can, can never be. Do they ever try to recruit you into this cult? Nah. Have you ever talked to a girl that was like, that had like Mormon heritage or whatever? Ironically enough, yes, I have. So my girlfriend, uh, she's ex Mormon. Mm. So she she okay. began, you know, following that religion and shit. And uh, you know, by the time she was cognitive enough to make her own decision, she was like, "This ain't for me." So mm. hey, and now hey. We, on to the next. What if she told you about it though? Like, does she know that it's a cult, or is she just like, oh, it's just a religion, and we just don't do it anymore? Oh, no, bro. You, could, you can ask ex-Mormons, mm-hmm. and you just hit them up straight, like, with this question. Is Mormonism, or are Mormons, or the Mormon church a cult? Nine times out of ten, they're going to mm-hmm. say yes. 
Damn, that's mm-hmm. like the Jehovah's Witness shit. No, that's a fact, bro. Um, Jehovah's Witness, bro, always knocking door to door, bro. Yeah. I think it's annoying <laughs> as hell. Like, <laughs> what the hell do I look like, bro? And then, what the fuck? Knocking on my door every fucking day? <laughs> bro, what the fuck? Okay, so I heard by uh, someone that said that they have multiple wives, too, or they can have multiple wives. Yeah, so that's a... So, let me clarify. So, there's two types of Mormons that... You, you would run into in Utah. There's LDS and then FLDS. Damn, they got clicks? Right. So, the FLDS is what they... I believe they're the Mormons who practice polygamy, having multiple Ooh. wives and shit like that. So, that's their side. Uh, then LDS, it's a bit more on the traditional side, I, I would assume. But they're not. That's a real thing. Damn, that's wild, Yo, bro. what's the geography like out there? What you mean? Like, the world. So, for example, I went to San Francisco, I don't know, a couple months ago. And that shit is basically mountains. Like, everything is just mountains, steep-ass mm-hmm. hills. You mm-hmm. can't really walk, like, five blocks because this shit will kill you. Like, literal mountains. <clears throat> but over here in Jersey, or at least this part, shit's, like, pretty flat. Like, you don't really got big-ass hills. You don't really got mountains, nothing like that. Like, what's it like over there? Because I've seen, like, videos Mm -hmm. of, like, Arizona area, and it's just straight mountains, like, around the city and shit. It looks real cool. Yeah. So, if you open up my back door of my house, the first thing you're going to see is a big-ass mountain. Mm. (laughs) Second thing is a Wendigo. (laughs) That is. Skinwalker. No cap. And, uh... You could probably stand in any point of the city that I live in mm-hmm. and do a 360. You won't see nothing but mountains all around you, to be honest. Damn. Mm. Damn. It sounds low-key nice, low-key. I'm not no, it's, it's, it's a beautiful place. Um, You know, having left the city type of vibe and mm. going out to where my city is. It's small. And we're in a valley. So, nothing but farmland. You'll run into a whole shit ton of farmland. Uh they starting to pop off with infrastructure now and a whole bunch of businesses and, and tech companies and all that shit, but it's shit far and few between. So, like, let's say you want to get to the, the closest major city, which is Salt Lake City, mm. where probably the only place you could experience diversity, mm. at least for me, that's an hour wow. and a half away. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And it's just like everybody know everything about you. Everybody know your business. Motherfuckers. You know that cle- that weird ass shit that white people do when you move into a neighborhood and they bring you some cookies and shit. Oh, they bring right. you like a, a that shit, shit. So I got fucking That's what's nice. it called? Given um, <laughs> some uh, cinnamon buns from word. one of our neighbors. And they're all like, "Welcome to the neighborhood." They were da, 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 da. Damn, oh, bro. That, that was I. Cinnamon right. buns. <laughs> but it's just like everybody know your business. Everyone's really polite, slow moving, slow paced. Like nobody in a rush to do nothing. I'm. Mm. I'm getting pissed off over here. Goal, That's bro. what we hear from out here. Yeah, bro. From here, bro. It's funny because I was having the same conversation with Jason a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I was telling him how, like, when you go to Cali or the West Coast, shit is totally different. Like, as soon as I walked into the terminal, that atmosphere was just way calmer. Like, everybody's chilling. It's like, yeah, we going to get there. It's cool. We're not in a rush. We got it. They're enjoying life and shit. You come out here, motherfuckers will get mad if you drive the speed limit. Exactly. So, yeah. It's crazy. Thanks. I experienced the same thing in North Carolina, bro. Like, everybody's just chill over there. Like, everybody takes their time to go to work. If they late, they don't care. Bro, everybody takes their time even working there. And I'm like, I can't stand that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, if you a city kid or you city cat, 
it's it's too slow. Yeah, facts though. It's too slow. So let's get into it, bro. Rate the girls out there one to ten. I don't like white girls, so can't. Damn. 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 We discriminating. <laughs> we, we, ain't, we ain't discriminate. It's just, just preference. preference. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, um, so you prefer like more like girls from like where you grew up, like Dark where we live, like from Franklin is very diverse and stuff yes. like that. Yes, if you were raised with diversity, do not come to Utah. <laughs> if, if that's the case, because I'm gonna note that you down. ain't gonna find nothing out there but the handful of Mexicans. Yo, no. you mentioned that there's a lot of Mexicans that live in Utah. Yeah, so yeah, so the three the three type of people you'll see in Utah will go like this: white people is the majority, mm-hmm. and then you got the Hispanics, which is ninety percent Mexicans, mm-hmm. and then the final group of people you really run into is Polynesian people mm. or Tongan people. Oh shit. So talking about them islanders, that. dog. Yeah, so like those are really the only three people you type, you know, you would see. I I find it very ironic cuz it's a sad joke, but being from a very diverse pers- uh place, mm-hmm. I literally count the amount of black people I see. <laughs> be like that, yo, when and you go to these places, bro. And it's, so it's scary. No, no, it's scary like ever since I moved back, I've been there about what, like 2 or 3 years now, almost 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably haven't even hit past twenty five. Damn, that's on, wild. On the, on the, what know. do you feel different, like from the people around you? Like in your head, is it clear? Like, oh yeah, they don't oh, see no, me as the same as them. Extremely clear. I I walk or excuse me, I drive through my neighborhood, bumping whatever Polo mm-hmm. G, Shiesty, you know, some good ass rap music. Type shit, type shit. And <laughs> everybody breaking their head looking left and right because I'm coming down the street blasting my shit. And I'm just like... You got to, bro. It's a must. You got to. It's a must. But not yet. So, it's definitely a different vibe, a different feeling. I don't feel like, in a sense, I'm accepted because I'm so different. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I would say about Utah is if you want to escape a city and... Kind of put your 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 headspace in nature and, and get in the glory out of seeing the beauty of nature. Come to Utah. Damn, I might have to go visit Utah. Because you're gonna see some beautiful ass mountains, some beautiful ass forestry, and shit. You can do practically whatever type of outdoor sports you want. You know, we got skiing, snowing, uh, snowboarding, snowmobiling. Uh, motherfuckers do free, uh, free hang rock climb, just a shit ton of outdoor shit. So if you really about, you know, doing out- outdoor stuff, go to Utah. Type shit, mm. type shit. So like, being that you were like from here for the majority of your life, and now you move to Utah, what do you do to like, kind of like, in the meantime, you know, like what do you do in your free time? So in my free time, uh, I play the game. Damn, okay, okay, okay. I listen to music. Okay, uh, shit okay. ton. I actually got, um, this past, like, a year or so, I've um, put myself into enjoying forms of music of the past. Mm. So, listening to vinyls, cassettes. Vinyls are fire, bro. I own some, too. Yeah. No, it, it's, it gives the real joy out of music. For so real. It, you, you definitely feel it in your soul, your spirit. It's different. So, you know, shit, yeah. Music, <laughs> game, 
Um, I do customs for sneakers. Mm-hmm. So if you need a, a custom sneaker, let me know. I got for you. Real? Yo, link link your Instagram, bro. I got you, bro. Uh, I'll get everything at the end. Bro. Appreciate it. Type but no, yeah, like, um, no, I kind of stay in the crib because ain't nothing to do out and about mm-hmm. where I live. So it's just like either you gotta sit down, buckle down, and create a hustle, get you some bread, or you gonna have to be out and about enjoying the nature that you know is out in front of you. So. Fuck with that, bro. You know what else is good with nature, though? Psychedelics. Let's get into it. So, (laughs) So, the main topic of this podcast is pretty much, like, what your thoughts on psychedelics are. Like, do you believe psychedelics are a positive thing, or do you believe that they're negative? I wholeheartedly believe they're positive. Well, how old were you when you first tried psychedelics? Uh, I believe I was 21 by the time I tried them. And, uh... Out of the occurrences that I have tried, let's see, four about four shroom trips. I'll, I'll put it in four. Mm. Fly. Fly shit. So, first trip, very anxiety-inducing. Mm. Really? What happened, bro? What would you see? How you feel? So, the moment I started feeling the effects of the psilocybin, um, I got this uncanny feeling that everybody was watching Mm. Wait, where are you when you were doing this? So I was on my way home, actually. Mm. Oh, so okay. I popped, I had popped like a gram or two. It was the first time, so kept the dose pretty small. Type shit, okay. And um, it's funny as shit happened. Ended up happening because I had to go to my uh, cousin's little uh, party he was having, and I'm over here shroomed out and shit. And I gotta say hi to everybody, <laughs> you know, look everybody in their face, and my eyes is bigger than fucking. Sun, so okay, <laughs> but uh, when I first when I first started going through it, it felt very anxiety induced. It felt very uh, pressure that you know everything was like watching me, watching my move. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I, I sat myself down, got to my crib, and I was like, hey, "Bro, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know how to control this feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what to do and what not to do, and you have to keep the positive." attitude around always you cannot allow any negativity because that that's amplified exactly. when you, when, once you unlock that veil once you open that third eye you're susceptible to all hmm. so imagine you bringing this negative energy and i'll probably get into this a little bit further but you can have energies visit you or you could you know experience uh, an, ener- an energy that can not be defined as bad or good Mm. But it's just energy. So it's for you to take that energy and conquer that or to build upon that. So once I mentally calmed myself down, this is when the fun started happening. So Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, not to cut you off my bad, but that's why they say like, you know, it's good to have a spot for when you do these things. Where you feel safe and comfortable. Exactly. Yeah, so I'll get into that a little bit deeper too because I got plenty of knowledge to share. Um, but so once I had, uh, you know, assumed the, the capability to control and I allowed my mind to be free. Mm -hmm. And one thing I would say for anyone that would like to try shrooms is that do everyday normal shit while you're shroomed or Mm. while you're in that state of mind, because it's just such an odd, you know, feelings like Mm. brushing your teeth. It's a satisfaction. 
that you would never <laughs> you know, experience. You know, because I never thought about that. Like doing just normal stuff, washroom, just doing dog. normal shit, bro. Because it's just normal <laughs> shit. I went on a date when I was on shrooms, dog. <laughs> bro, we gotta talk about like some shroom stories, like down the line. But I wanna, I wanna talk about like why you recommend just doing it while doing normal stuff, like. So the the reason why I would recommend it is because the answers will come to you as long as you allow them to. One thing that you need when you are That's tripping. That's paradise shit, bro. No, for sure. When you're tripping, you're doing these, you know, psilocybin or even if once you start getting to the more extreme forms of psychedelic like uh, salvia or DMT, uh, things along those lines, it's imperative that you keep positivity and you allow this magic to do its magic of course Mm. so you need to be open-minded if you're going to uh, embark on a journey because and this is you know spoken from my word that i've overcame trauma you know having done psychedelics and and embarked on that spiritual journey in a sense so there's nothing but good that can come from it Mm-hmm. As long as you allow it to come to you. Of course, man. All about that positive thinking. Yeah. Type shit, type shit. So, since we talked about, like, some bad trip experiences, do you want to talk about, like, some other stories, like, some positive, funny stories that you got while you were, like, tripped up or even, like, other stories in general, bro? Not for sure. So, one thing I would say to do when you're tripping is to listen to music. Bro. Mm-hmm. That shit, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> Listen to music because everything makes sense. And I'll reference this one song. So, Vice City by X mm. has never made more sense to me until I was tripping. That's crazy. Because the first lyric that X talks about makes complete sense. Rest in peace, X, by the way. Yes, what sir. was the first lyric? Mm-hmm. I've never heard this song. What's I'm going to have to pull it up. Hey yo. <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm still thinking about the brushing your teeth while I shroomed out. I could just imagine. Well, bro, so, so the very first ex- experience I had, or let's break it down even more. So, this is the first time tripping balls, mm-hmm. and I have to go to my little cousin's birthday party, and my mama pull up at the house. And I am freaking the fuck out in my head. Because I'm like, fuck, my mom gonna see me. She gonna see my eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm all bugging out. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I get the, the mental stability to, you know, be like, okay, I need to take care of some things before we dip. The first thing I did was get in the shower. Mm. Try to calm myself down. You know, try to enjoy what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I was in the shower, listening to music. And then, you know. For those who have tried shrooms or any form of psychedelic, you get close-eyed visuals. Mm. That was an experience. It was very interesting. And for people who've always been skeptic about doing psychedelics, it's just the fact that you are you are scared. Yeah, facts. You cannot allow fear to enter your body or your mind. Fear will fuck you up. And that's facts. So as soon as you you can mentally challenge everything and then just move forward so i like you talked about fear because like when i tried doing shrooms for the first time 
it was it was the i remember it was the night that kanye dropped his uh donda album right mm -hmm. so i got my headphones just popped some like whatever i had left because i think i had like two grams i used a little bit to try to microdose, but i was like fuck all that i'm using all this shit so whatever i had left i just popped it and i just listened to the album and the shit sounded crazy through the headphones bro crazy it was like like i felt like i could hear every instrument bro but going forward like i don't know why but i started feeling like panicked you yeah. know but in my mind it kind of felt like a competition like i don't know if it was like a reflection of myself being that like i i kind of like i put myself in competition with like my feelings kind of thing you know yeah and when i felt like panicked i felt like it was trying to undermine me you know so i put on like i just watched horror movies the whole night while like shroomed out just so i could like show myself that i'm not scared you know it's just like a mental thing not for sure and like that's that was what my experience was and like i tell people that and they're like bro why the fuck would you put yourself through that but it kind of was like a lesson to me you know it kind of felt like a way of like telling myself that like yo control your emotions you know yeah and I sure. feel like there's a lot of, like, lessons that people go through. Like, when you said, like, you've, like, revisited trauma from your life. That, like, shrooms kind of brought all that forward to you and made you kind of, like, mend with that. You mm -hmm. know? It's not, like, just on you. You've mended with it and taken it in. Yeah. You know? For sure. Damn, bro. My first shroom, like, tripping off shrooms was fucking lit. I had a great <laughs> time, bro. It was amazing. <laughs> So I did it with Jason the first time. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be honest, though. Like, when you were there, I wasn't really feeling anything. I think because, like, we kind of talked about it. I feel yeah. like in yeah. my mind, I was like, oh, shit, I got to make sure he's straight. Because Jason, at that time, didn't really do, like, drugs or anything like that. Thanks. But I would, like, smoke pretty frequently. Not really. So I was like, all right, I got to make sure, you know, that he's good. Because if it hits any of us, it's going to hit him harder. Shout out, Davey. Because I got, like, experience and shit, you know? Like, yes, I'm kind of used to that. This man was tripping like that. I was tripping. Like, right off the bat, bro. That was a good trip, though. Not bad. I had three and a half grams. Jason probably had one gram. Okay. And this man was gone. I got a video of him talking to a fucking, uh, a little Ritz. Bro, it was a crowd. You, like you know SpongeBob. the orange peanut butter cheese <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That shit, yo, that shit started turning into SpongeBob, bro. No kizzy. Crazy. Everything was like, <laughs> everything was like line. You know how like a heartbeat monitor? Yeah. That's all I was seeing all around the room. God and, damn. Was, and I was dying laughing. Nothing was funny, right? <laughs> but he put on Doctor Strange. I've been meaning up. to do that. Watch some, <laughs> watch some Doctor Strange on it. <laughs> Bro, it was so wild. Yo. Bro, but once he left, though, I ate like the rest because I wasn't really feeling it. So I was yeah. like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to just, you know, eat the whole thing, see what happens. So I had like two and a half grams, and bro, that shit was amazing. Like at the beginning, I don't think I could notice that I was starting to get high, but I was just like, shit started bothering me. Like the light from the TV started bothering me. I was like, this shit is too bright. Right, turn the TV off. The window, you know how like the little cracks on the end of the curtains. Yeah. I was like, oh, this shit is too bright. Like it's too much light. So I like pressed it against the window to keep it from making light. Mm -hmm turn the lights off i'm in there like complete darkness a little bit later i'm like bro the light from the router like the internet internet router the little green light i'm like that shit is too bright it's too much yeah. so i like cover it and shit then i'm there and it's just noisy like everything is just loud i'm like fuck why is this shit so loud like my little mini fridge is too loud 
people outside is too loud. I put my noise canceling headphones on, and then I started listening to music, mm. and that shit was fire. Takes me for a trip, bro. It's like, it's like there's nothing in the world. It's just the song, like it's just it the makes you know, clear cut sense. Like there's nothing else. Yeah. There's nobody on the other side of that door. There's nobody outside your eyes. Like nothing. It's just the music. Damn. And I was like, damn, this shit is lit. Yes, See, I wish I'd done that the second time. But and then I looked in a mirror. I've also done, I have part. also done that. But uh, the Why thing you looked in the mirror. So when I looked in the mirror, I felt this very overwhelming feeling. And I kind of chalked it up to this feeling that I was not ready to accept myself in the reflection. That what I seen looking back at me was something that I wasn't ready to conquer. Hmm. So every single time that I had ever done shrooms following, I made it a practice to challenge myself mentally and to look into that mirror mm-hmm. and to conquer what that feeling was to the point where now it's conquered and has no effect. What do you think that feeling was or what do you think was looking back at you? I don't know. To be honest, it's, you know, we could put it all up to speculation of what it could have been, but um, who's to say it's not the the darkness in you mm-hmm. being shown at full force mm, dark Fredo <laughs> see I my experience was kind of similar to that except like I was looking at the mirror and it wasn't me looking back like it was me it was my my body right like if somebody was to <laughs> look demon. at me it's my reflection but it's like that's not me that's somebody else mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and in my mind i'm like nah this is like <laughs> Skin some walk, demon man. or like some otherworldly shit <laughs> no, trying to trick me like it's no. trying to take my place it wants me to go in the mirror so that it can come that's definitely a fucking skinwalker dog but then like you know like i wasn't scared of it or anything though Mm. In my mind, I'm like, nah, fuck this nigga. You know mm. what I mean? He's like, fuck that demon, bitch. It's, like, you ain't gonna trick me. Like, I'm too powerful. Yeah. That's that. That's what I was telling that's myself. Like, nah, it's the, it's the ego. Not, I, I didn't want to make too much noise. Oh I was like, you're not gonna fool me. You know what I mean? Like, there's me out here. Fuck you. You can stay in there. Mm. I had the, I had the same experience. When you had told me that, I was like, damn, bro. I wonder if, like, when I look in the mirror, it'd be some experience like that. Mm. So, I, like... It was the same night I did, like, all of them at the same time, all of what I had. And I looked in the mirror, bro, all I felt was, like, love for myself. <laughs> that's all I, that's all, like, I, no. I, I, like, felt. That's good. I felt the you same know? thing, bro. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I felt, like, 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 a lot of love. Yeah, when you left. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. I was so, happy. <laughs> shit, bro. Now we on you, bro. Tell us your shroom experience, Jason. Which one? <laughs> bro, after you, you left Davey's house. Uh, oh. How many Davies? times have you been on shrooms? Twice. Mm, twice now. Oh yeah, the second was in North Carolina. Yeah, well, that'll that'll be like an episode one. by itself, dog. But Shit, bro. Talk um, about it. bro, the first time I did shrooms, bro, was with Davey, and he was like, you know what? Let's make this special. He put on Doctor Strange, bro. <laughs> Yo, I've never seen Doctor Strange. Alright. I bet when you seen it that time, it was Yo, some dope have, ass shit. Yeah, hell yeah. No, not just that, bro. Like the, the moment I was like, yo, two hours into the movie, I'm like, yo, nothing's happening, dog. All of a sudden, bro, I'm laughing, Four right? And nothing fucking happened in the movie that's funny. Doctor Strange is literally like traveling through these fucking little portals. And I'm like, this shit is not funny, but I'm right. dying, bro. I'm fucking dying. And then all of a sudden I'm starting to see these squiggly lines, bro. And then I'm opening my chip bag. And then my my crackers. And then Davey's like, 
Let me have some of your chips. Baby, eat my fucking chips. <laughs> and then... <laughs> that's when I looked at the cracker. And I was like, yo. Yeah. It's turning into Spongebob, dog. We're talking about like a cracker Spongebob. You know, like orange cracker Spongebob. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And Davey's recording me the whole time. <laughs> yo. Yo, what the fuck? So, after that... Um, just to fast forward a little bit, I ended up having to go on a date with someone, right? Mm-hmm. And I ended up driving. Who'd you? What, what was the girl's name? She will not be named. <laughs> Non-disclosure. Uh, yeah, NDA and shit. But um, yeah, I was driving, bro. I was driving down twenty-seven, I think it was. Bro, that shit felt like GTA, bro. Like the way I got into my car, it felt like third person. <laughs> and then the way I was driving, I was like, "Yo, I'm on shoes, bro. I'm I'm in danger, low key." But I'm like, I'm not really in danger, but I'm in danger. I mean, I'm in da- I'm dangering people. <laughs> you're, so like, you're intoxicated on the fucking <laughs> road, society. bro. Fuck around, get a, a federal charge for real though. And like, we we end up getting ramen, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't even eat the ramen, right? Because I was, like, the ramen started, like, waving up. Like, 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 waves, dog. Yeah. It was, like. It was moving in the bowl. It was moving in the fucking bowl, bro. And I had to ask for a spoon, dog. A spoon? Yes. For the soup. Oh. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it was such a weird fucking thing, bro. And I'm, like, I still can't believe I was able to pick this person up. Drop them back home. And then and it still didn't wear off, bro. Yeah. Not a day. It lasts forever. It lasts yeah. uh, 12 hours. It could last to six hours. It, I've had a, a person I've done shrooms with that had, had been tripping for at least 18 hours. God Jesus. damn. That sounds terrible. That sounds crazy. Yeah, so, Did they go to sleep or were they just awake the whole 18 hours? I, I think they attempted to sleep, but they couldn't because bro, such of the such yeah, immense I couldn't fall asleep. I the yeah, second yeah. time I did shrooms. I didn't do that much. I had like a little... Uh, it was like a chocolate bar with psilocybin in it. Yeah. I had that, just like a small dose, because it was like, I don't know, a random ass day. I'm like, all right, fuck it, whatever. Fuck it. I did that shit. I was like, all right, let me take a nap and listen to some music. I was like, no, it hurt to try to sleep. Like, while I was falling asleep, I could feel myself falling asleep, mm. and it felt like I was just falling out my body. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, mm. nah, I can't fall asleep. <laughs> mm. Nah, I think the craziest shit I've ever experienced or said while tripping uh i think i was walking through my house about to go outside smoke some bud and i noticed a, a weird feeling in my in my side so i was like ah shit my human form hurt <laughs> and when i fucking said that shit my mind stopped for a whole last minute i was like my human form out. you're like oh shit and that's when i and that's when i've i've actually told chris about this and that I wholeheartedly believe we are more than just what we are. Definitely. For sure. For sure. There's more. Once you open that third eye, you see what is real. Bro, on my first trip, I feel like, well, I don't really know if this is what it was, but it felt like I knew how it felt to be dead. Like, I didn't mm. feel my body. I didn't feel anything. It was just my mind. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't hungry. I wasn't cold. I wasn't full. I wasn't warm. Like, nothing. Mm. It was just my mind. Mm. Like, I couldn't feel anything physical. This is just my head. And I was like, damn, this shit is cool. It's peaceful. Wow. wow. Like, nothing mattered. I was just <laughs> there. Wow. It's just like, wow. <laughs> no, for real. No, wow. I didn't mean it sarcastically. I meant it wow as in, like, for real, you know? Anyway, so you're cool. making a joke. <laughs> but... 
Nah, for me, it felt like a warm hug. That's all it felt like, honestly. It didn't it's feel like, like you're anything. just at peace. Yeah. Like so, what? Let me ask y'all this. So, what have y'all done while tripping? Because that's, for me personally, I've played video games, mm-hmm. I've uh, painted sneakers, I've uh, just sat down and listened to music, I've smoked blunts and J's. While and off the psilocybin? While off the mushrooms. Damn. So honestly, bro, the only thing I've done um, was be like, go to Home Depot, try and find a tool <laughs> that I could not find. Even though hey, it was regular, there. regular life stuff. You feel me? Okay, go to Home regular Depot, stuff. drive around because I didn't know where I wanted to go, so I just kept driving. <laughs> that shit is so and, uh, dangerous. <laughs> very, that shit yeah, is that so is very dangerous. dangerous. Do not do I was that. in North Carolina <laughs> bro, when I did that. Fuck? Do not do that, by the way. <laughs> no, please no. do not get in a vehicle. Yeah, please do not do that. I am not. At the time, I wasn't a good influence. That was only like, to this day. To this day. No, no, no. But like, oh, this is a good question. Oh, my bad. If I, you know. But there's also a question I want to add on to it. Like, what have you guys eaten while on shrooms? I I personally try to keep it as healthy as I possibly can. Mm. So I'll eat fruits. Fuck around, eat some vegetables if I feel like it. Um. I know people personally who I've tripped with who have uh, an extreme difficulty on e- with trying to eat while they are tripping. Mm-hmm. But the one thing Chip I would their mouth. <laughs> the one thing I would say is to <laughs> keep yourself hydrated. Drink plenty and plenty of water. It'll, it'll do you good. So I've tried. Uh, the only thing I've like tried while tripping because like that time that I was telling you about, that was the only time I've done it. Like, bro, I pretty much. Uh, I like grab some, I put it in a protein shake after a workout, and I blended it up with the protein shake, and I had it with like my dinner, pretty much like rice, beans, and stuff, and it was pretty chill, like, I can't say that it tasted extraordinary, like yeah. some crazy shit, but you feel me, it was definitely like, I don't know, it felt kind of chill, I was definitely more relaxed after doing it, but, for sure, yeah. no, I didn't eat anything, like, I, I didn't get the urge to eat, yeah, but to answer, huh? <laughs> yeah, but that was before I was even high, <laughs> You were still there at that point. And I was just like, fuck it. These are good chips. But to answer your question, I haven't really done anything out the ordinary. Like, I was just in my room. Every time I got uh, high off of psilocybin, I was just in my room chilling. Because I'm like, I know I don't got anything going on later. I'll probably chill in tomorrow. You know, this is the perfect time. No You're worries. In a safe space. Yeah, exactly. I'm comfortable here listening to music. Oh, I watched Star Wars. That Ooh. shit. Yo, that shit was stupid as fuck. Like, watching it. Because, like, you could see the layers in the image, if that makes sense. Like, when Yoda was on screen, he, like, stood out from everybody else. It's like he's not actually there. They just added him after. Right. I don't even know if he's CGI or not. But the fuck you mean Star Wars is stupid, bro? While I was high, that shit was dumb as fuck. Have you seen the fucking, that brown motherfucker with the ears? You talking about, uh, who, bro? Chewbacca? Nah, nah, nah. The one from Naboo. Bro, what? The the nigga that be like, we saw hungry. Oh, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, that, yes. that shit was so stupid, bro. And Yoda, too. He just looked dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> bro. What the fuck? Okay. So, my next question is, like, like I said. So, after all, like, the stuff you've, like, seen and been through, mm-hmm. would you recommend, like, psychedelics to someone else? And what would you recommend? Mm. 
I'll answer that in a second. Mm. But let me tell you another uh, shrimp story real quick. So this would probably been my third time doing shrooms. And I thought mm. it was a good idea to be a sense of shaman mm. to my people, you know, my homies that I had in, in the crib. So I had about like six motherfuckers in the crib. Mm-hmm. All shrooms, shrooming out, smoking bud. And I've never felt more accomplished in taking care of people and ensuring safety for people than in that moment. Mm. Like, I had drinks, snacks, beds, everything set up for everyone. If you wanted to fuck mm. around, go outside in the backyard and lay in the grass, go ahead, do that. You're oh, safe. That sounds like it'll be lit. No, oh, yeah. extremely. One thing I would say um, to take advantage of when you are on shrooms is nature. Mm. Replenish your your energy to the earth do you believe in chakras bro i would say yes but i'm not educated enough to know what everything in that is mm-hmm. so i couldn't sit here and tell you oh i know what the the fourth chakra is or the fifth chakra where it's located on your body but i do believe in energies frequencies mm-hmm. uh you know what we all know as vibes but that that is true if you keep if you vibrate at a high frequency, you will receive vibrations in that high frequency. So, yes, I do. Hey, good shit, man. Shit. Honestly, bro, like, how do you feel? Like, um, you, you, we're gonna go back to what you said about, you know, there's more to us. Like, do you have any guesses as to what's more out there for us from what you think you know, right? About oh, that? yes, yes, yes. So, for the people who follow religion this is this is not to question your religion this is not to uh you know to to say your religion is a lie but for my christians out there if you read the book of genesis you come to understand that adam and eve create or excuse me commit sin by eating the forbidden fruit in the garden now this is one of my highest speculations that i've told chris what if that fruit was the strongest form of psychedelic. And that is why Adam and Eve became knowledgeable. Mm. Just how like God says, if you eat this fruit, you will become like me. Let me add to that, That's bro. That's interesting. Exactly. That makes sense, because like, if you think about it, at some point, humans had to develop consciousness. Because like, your dog isn't conscious in the way that you are. Or a lion isn't conscious in the way that you are. They're basically like, I wake up, I gotta go hunt. Because if I don't, I'm gonna die. And that's it. They don't really think about tomorrow or the future or even the past. It's like, right now, I'm hungry, so I'm gonna go eat. And if I can't eat, fuck, I gotta do something or I'm gonna die. But like, we got that ability to be like, you know what? I gotta get up tomorrow at 4 to go to work, so let me go to sleep at 8. You know, mm. or you know what? I'm chilling tomorrow, so let me stay up a little later and do this or whatever. But animals don't really think about the future or anything else besides, like, right now I need this to stay alive. Mm. So something had to, like, basically take us out of that physical state, if that makes sense. Like, now I'm not worried about, you know, food and water. Now I'm thinking of, oh shit, look at these colors. How do I make them make sense? How do I put them in an image? You know, yes. then you start painting. Or, oh, shit, those sounds. Let me make a music out of it. Or even words like, damn, how do I make these sounds make sense? And then mm. you create language. 
Mm. Yes, sir. Do you think we get like um like closer to other like spirits slash energies just by being on psychedelics? Yes. The moment you open your veil, you are susceptible to whatever is in your vicinity, in your surroundings, in your uh you know, your mind. Like I'm sure we all have uh intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And we all have, um, you know, overwhelming feelings, anxiety, things along those lines. So, yes, I do wholeheartedly believe that whatever is going on around you will inf- will affect you while you are tripping. Yes. Mm. Speaking of spirits, bro. So, I know we brought this up earlier. Like, early, early. But how do you feel about the whole Skinwalker Wendigo thing that goes on in Utah? Especially with those, you know... <laughs> Uh, reservations for sure so i'm not too too knowledgeable on the topic but i am aware that there is a skinwalker ranch in utah i'm not sure where their exact location is but for those that don't know what is the skinwalker ranch because even i don't know is this like a real ranch so this is a a very real real location in in uh utah Mm -hmm. now what a uh, skinwalker is i can't give you the definition but from what i've come to understand and you know the topic <laughs> you want me to oh, go skinwalker ahead. expert over go ahead, yeah, yeah, Jason, you, you own it. so basically a skinwalker is like a native american that in a way not really sold his soul but he's like a almost like a witch doctor that kind of relies on you know other people's flesh to keep living you know and he could go on from there being these other beings all the way and that's what he takes form of mm-hmm. but if we're talking about skinwalker ranch you know i'm pretty sure you could elaborate on this too let me know if i leave anything else but it's like it's a real ranch right that's been passed down by a family to companies now right and this ranch has so much like paranormal activity ufos aliens visit like spirits very like supernatural even, yes. yeah, supernatural spirits and just a whole bunch of crazy things that you would just hearing that you would think people are crazy but other people are really experiencing this stuff there and they're somehow not able to capture everything on footage because for some weird reason when some of these things happen their cameras and all their almost all their technology gets like mm. cut i know it's likely really story i know it's a likely story but i honestly believe it though Shit, could we go visit Skinwalker Ranch? I'm down. I'd be so down. Is that something you could do, or is that like I'm pretty sure you're prohibited. I'm pretty sure it'd be trespassing. Uh, Shit, bro. If aliens can visit, why not us? That's <laughs> facts. Keep it a but I, Honestly, I'm a little skeptical. For me, like with that last, like you feel me, like oh, as soon as you know, as soon as something happens, the cameras so go off, bro. To die. You feel me? You're like no, no, like kind of like recorded information or recorded events it's kind of like what but like go on about like your knowledge about skinwalkers and stuff so the the very little knowledge i know is that like jason said they could assume any um being in a sense they could if they wanted to be a dog they can be a dog mm-hmm. if they want to be a cat they can be a cat That's if fine. they wanted to look like jason they can look like jason oh god now um this this is a very real thing. There's many many accounts and and stories on experiencing a very paranormal uh, experience. That there's a, a 
a form of a being looking at you and they start foaming at the mouth or they start looking at you very intensely and like, mm. almost to the point where it's like damn bro if you keep looking at me i'm going to die mm. but you keep staring into my soul you're taking that shit away from me type shit mm-hmm. so mm. thank the lord i never have no you know encounters no that sounds like some smile like shit bro you ever seen the movie smile yeah so yeah, it's like it's, it's very. I haven't watched it yet. I like that. Potentialities could happen. Yo, yo! Another guest walked into the building. Alright, Tiff, go get a chair. Yo, Tiff just got into the building. <laughs> Watch her not come back. Mm-mm. But yeah, but yeah, type shit. Demons and monsters. You know and what's shit. crazy though is that they say if you see a deer standing on its two legs, like. That's just going to walk But That's deers right. do that. Deers do not Normally, do that regularly. Yeah, no, yes, they, they don't. Do. Yeah. No, they don't. They'll stand on their hind legs. And they'll, they'll point their nose into the air. Yeah. Flick their tongue do that for to like smell second. shit better. Yeah, they well, they're not going to walk around Yeah, like we're that. talking about walking dogs. These motherfuckers. Walking dogs. Shut up, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? But, Mafredo, though, how do you, you know, how do you feel like, do you miss home? Like a lot? Did you miss it like when you moved, or would you say less and less you miss it, or you you know how do you feel about it, or is Utah your new home? Um, I wouldn't say Utah is my new home. Jersey will always be my home. Mm-hmm. That's where I grew up. That's where I have the you know my my boys, my peoples. You know, it's everything that happened to me here is what made me. So it's just a part of my journey. Um, do I miss Jersey? Yes, of course. I miss the atmosphere. I miss the ability to be able to walk outside at 12 at night and see a whole bunch of shit going on. Chill. Or like just trees and mountains. Yeah, like, you know, I, you, um, you come to Utah and on Sundays, everything is closed. Not mm. a, barely anything's open. They do that in some towns here. Facts. They do. Some yeah, downtown. like you could only go. Yeah. What? You but could only go buy yeah, like groceries so. and I'll shit. I'll say in Central, but I know down south, the South Jersey, there's like some towns like that. Mm. So wait, that's I why just, car dealers are closed on. Sunday. I need to catch up. So then, why are you here? Oh, I'm just coming back to visit family. Oh, okay. Just you know, coming back oh, to the, the stomping ground. From when you were high. Off oh, mushrooms. Because oh. I feel like we asked. I don't think it really counts because I split it with Steven. How can it not count though? Did you feel something? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I just felt high, just extremely it? high. But it's Dude. like you know when you smoke a really good, you have like a really good bowl. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. So that's why I'm like, hmm. But so I was too so you didn't. Thing. So you didn't tap in, is what you're saying? What do you mean? You tap, tap in. in? You tap yeah. in. So I, this was something I've come across with a whole bunch of people, uh, and a close friend in specific, where she cannot harness her mind and open it and unlock it it's like you're fumbling with this puzzle and you can't you ain't know what to do with it so if you do not allow yourself to open that that you know that lock you're not gonna get any benefit from it so are you saying that i should take the whole thing yeah you should take at least no, two but, of them no listen i just wanted to ease myself into it because i didn't want to have a bad trip but that's the thing. If you have a bad trip, you have the ability to make it a good trip. Mm. There is not... There, one thing that needs to be cleared up <laughs> when taking psychedelics is there isn't a bad trip. There's no. There's not a thing associated as a bad trip. It's just that you are not powerful enough in that moment to take control. Wait, how many times have you taken shrooms? 
uh, four to five times. <laughs> oh wow! And I've uh, I've done it in forms of eating it raw, straight, you know, stem and cap. That's how I did. Chew it and swallow it. I've it was done like sunflower it. Seeds. Yeah, I've done it in <laughs> in a cold brew, which I've come to experience that is the best form. Cold brew, like yeah. coffee. Yeah, so so. Swatted down coffee. Essentially, what you do <laughs> is you boil the psilocybin out of the mushroom itself, mm-hmm. and citric acid enhances psilocybin. Mm-hmm. So we would make it with a whole bunch of honey, so it wouldn't have a shitty taste. Also, like orange juice would make it better. Oh, yes, orange juice, caffeine packs would enhance your uh, trip immensely. So it's just a matter of taking enough and having the mental willpower to I've finish I've heard that it. before about like taking like anything like citrus like vitamin C or like mm-hmm. orange Yo. juice I've heard about that I know that yeah. that shit is crazy especially weed before too. smoking I swear I think you told me that too yeah, yeah. don't try just weed <laughs> don't, don't try that I was shit. <laughs> but yeah don't try Wait, so you're not you ready for that shit uh, so I was a, I was originally born in Logan, Utah but oh, for real yeah, yeah, oh. ri- originally born there uh, but I left fairly young and small when I lived about 15, 16 years in Jersey. So yeah. I never claimed Utah as my home all solely because I never had anything there to attach it with. You know, mm-hmm. I, I left. So it wasn't, it was a place I was born. That's it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm back, you know, in Utah, it's. You ever been camping in Utah? I have a, a handful of times. And it's, a, in a, it's an experience because one, if you don't bring the right shit, you're going to be cold as fuck. It's cold all day? Extremely cold. Extremely. Shit, I want to go camping. We've been talking about going camping. Yeah, we, we just don't really know shit about it. I was telling Chris when he going to make his way out there. So, when, Whenever and if y'all do want to come to Utah, you're, my they house is always open. Yeah, they got coyotes. Mm-hmm. They call them coyotes. Oh, like. They got bears. Yo, we got to go hunting. They got bro. mountain lions in the mountains. Oh, you know, nah. they... We're about to get murdered. <laughs> Shit. You better hope you run fast. Go make it, boy. Run fast. I guarantee you. That has, though. But, like... So now that we like kind of got back on the topic of like Jersey and like you being like claiming Jersey and stuff like that, I kind of want to ask you some hard hitting questions, bro, about like your school life. And I think you know, like I'm alluding to. No, yeah, for sure. So wait, 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 before you (laughs) (laughs) wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I want to know his upbringing more, bro. Because at the end of the day, me me and Frank, we never really talk like that at all. That's what at the end of the day. So it's like I still (laughs) want to know, you know. You know, how was your upbringing, bro? Like, okay, from okay. here and, like, you know, do you feel like anything has changed? I know you, you, it's clear you changed, but from high school day to, like, graduation day to now, like, how much of a significant change do you think you've had? Like, had? I think uh, my environment where I'm at has changed me significantly uh, to the point of focus where... Uh, my family did not get to experience me uh, when I had decided to move to Jersey. So my Utah family, where a majority of my mother's side of the family is, uh, they didn't experience me. So every other year, you know, when I go out to visit in the summertime, it's like they met a new, you know, version of Fredo every year. And now that I'm back as a, a young adult, it's um, it's weird. It's a bit awkward. I don't feel comfortable around my family, which is uh, something that I guess you know, to the norm of people that you wouldn't want to be in that space. Mm-hmm. But when you don't feel a connection to these people because you have not had that connection, you know, it, it, it can affect you. But I make the best of it. I enjoy my family. And now that I have them, I can, you know, 
make up for the time that I lost. So. Mm. Damn, bro. Respect, bro. So. I mean, I gotta say, you seem like a very different person. Facts. Like, you seem a lot more responsible and a lot more intelligent Yo, than from the last time. Nah, bro, we were like kids, you feel Not me? Yeah, just active. We were goofy as Just trying to have kids. a good time. We wasn't really thinking. Yeah. Now he seems a lot more respectful, using way bigger words <laughs> than he was back then. It's no, true. No, for sure. I would definitely say that this growth and um, this hunger for understanding and when you get in your in that form, in that mindset, once you unlock your you know, your keys, you could learn so much. So, of course, I, I definitely attribute my growth to psychedelics. This is the reason why I'm a wholehearted believer in the use of psychedelics, that it can help you unlock your mind. It can help you put, uh, you know, put yourself on a more narrow path, you know, because life is like a kaleidoscope, if you look at it. You know, you spin it a whole bunch of different ways. You see a whole bunch of different colors. So... What's everyone's reason? Because we've all tried, like, psychedelics, no matter the amount. What was everyone's reason for doing it? Like, what was your reason? I would say just to experience it, to try it, to understand that, um, you know, the, the, um, the negative stigma that the use of drugs gets, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what's it called? In Oregon, they have legalized damn near every drug you can possibly think of. Because at the end of the day, these quote-unquote drugs can do real good. For, you know, like I said a bit earlier, I worked myself through a trauma that I had to deal with uh, while on my uh, very first intense shroom trip, mm. uh, solo trip. And it allowed me to harness that trauma and understand it and make peace with it. So for you, for people who are out there, oh, don't do drugs, they're bad for you, da 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 Why is it that we got to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to see a person and talk about our problems and they don't give us an answer? Mm. But the moment I do some shrooms and I sit down and I get inside my, you know, my inner being, mm -hmm. I can solve my own problems. One thing I've noticed that, or I say when I uh, talk about my shroom experience is that you go from a singular to multiples. So by the time you're done with your trip, you come back to singular. But the whole, body the whole time you are expanding from singular to multiples, you have to understand which version of that multiple of self you want to take a piece of information from. Hmm. And then by the time you come back to central, to one... You have answers, knowledge, and keys. Hmm. So you did it for growth. For growth and for just the the plain experience of, hey, why not try it? Types. Mm. Okay. What about you, Davey? What was she, your reason? I just wanted to feel something different. Nah, like, yeah, everything was just <laughs> the same yeah. all the time. I felt like every day was just the same. And I was like, Russia. you know what? Fuck it. Like, this thing grows from the earth. It's natural. Because I don't fuck with man-made shit. That's facts. But I was like, this thing like is is real. Like this grows from the earth. If we weren't here, it would still be here. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me try it. Same thing as weed. Mm -hmm. I don't do pills and all that shit. No, thank you. Pass off. Pass off. Big pass. What about you, Jason? 
Honestly, the only reason I wanted to do shrooms was because, like, I just wanted to do shrooms, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm being very honest, like, because, like, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, um, I feel like there's a story with everything, you know, and I feel like that'd be a good story to bring up, like, anytime, you know, because <laughs> from being honest, like. It's funny you said, do you feel like, do you live life, like, so that you, like, do you do fun shit so you have fun stories? Uh, yes and no. Okay, why would you say yes and why would you say no? Yes, because um, at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to have a boring life, right? Mm. But at the same time, it's because, you know, I believe in God, right? And I've always asked him, you know, give me a weird life, don't give me a, a boring life. And, you know, I like the weird <laughs> things that, that come with it, you know? For All sure. I can do is appreciate it For and sure. welcome it, you know? It's really what it shit. is. But what about you? I tried it because, like, it was available, and, like, I'm the type of person I am. I'm a type of person, like, I'm not going, like, fiend for something that, like, really try to get something, like, like substance-wise. Like, I'm going to just wait for it to come to me. And it was just kind of like it happened. So I kind of took it as, like, a sign, like, hey, let me try it. Kind of like everybody else said, like, fuck it, you know? Might as well try it. But at the end, it kind of, like, you know, like I said, it kind of gave me a new perspective, and it it, it grew. Like I grew as a person, like because of it. So, For sure. Wait, yeah. you took the whole thing? Uh, what I had, yeah. <laughs> oh no, but <laughs> what, what, how much was it? Um, was I don't remember. It was three point five grams. Three point five. Let me ask y'all one question real quick. Have any of y'all experienced ego death? No. Mm. Uh, can you give us the definition of that? So, ego death essentially is when you. Your consciousness cease to exist. The person you are cease to exist. So my very uh, first and only time experiencing an ego death, I had five grams of B plus shrooms. Uh, I forget the strain exactly, but five grams. Now that's that's a pretty hefty amount. That's, that's, wild. that's a lot. So um, this is a scary experience. So. I decided to do shrooms with a with a friend at that time, five grams. And as we in, you know begin our trip, we're driving, and we're on our way to our location. Mm-hmm. And on our way to our location, we're playing very hyped up music, very like EDM dubstep. So right now I'm in the car chilling. I'm looking out the window. I see the universe, galaxy getting bigger upon my eyes. You know the stars in Utah are amazing. So it was giving me an extreme visual that I enjoyed. Um, but the ramping of from the music ramped up my emotions so quickly. Oh my god! And um, in the in the blink of an eye, I thought we got into a car crash or into an accident, mm. and that I died. And or not died oh, specifically, but you know, suffered from this car accident. Mm-hmm. So I finally get to my location, and I realize that we're okay. Nothing happened. We're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it settled for a second in that moment in time because uh, the person I was with made a joke and I started hysterically laughing. Uh, but we get into our location, you know, the house that we were at, whatever, and I re-enter ego death. Now, I, like I said before, with the environment and the frequency and energy around me at that particular moment was bad, very bad. So I began to contemplate what had happened mm-hmm. or what was going on. So I sat there in the you know little chair that I was sitting in, this little recliner, and I looked down at my body, and I feel very deformed, very 
not mm. myself. And it looks as if my body was in the crash of an accident. Mm. It's like my arms all mangled. Like I've literally felt like I was mangled up. Mm. Um, and then I, this extreme sadness came over me where it was like, damn, Frito, you just died. <laughs> you are dead now because you decided to do this. So now you have to suffer in this space and mindset that you're at right now. I immediately started thinking of my mother, my younger sister, my family. And I immediately was looking for a form of to save me. Like some relief. Yes. Because this immense sadness just came over me. Mm. That I just, you know, I killed myself in a sense. Mm. Um, But, you know, I came down from ego death back to central or not central but less of a multiple and um you know after i you know came back to surreal consciousness i was like all right that was an experience i'm gonna take this piece of information and keep it sacred and hold it and understand it so moving forward um i had done a solo trip i had done a maximum trip with seven people including myself and that was an experience um so it's just like again harness your energy and allow your energy to manifest its own and you will benefit from that that's a good message of the day honestly i've experienced that twice the first time was like just me like for meditation just like i don't know Meditating, you know? The second time was off shrooms, and it was basically the same experience both times, just off shrooms that lasted not as long. But it's like I didn't want or need anything. Like, there was nothing special about me. I was just like everybody else. Like, I didn't feel like I was above anyone. It was nothing. Like, there was no goal in mind, anything I wanted to do. I didn't really want to do anything. It was like I was on autopilot, you know? Like, I didn't want to go to work because I didn't want money. I didn't want anything. It was just like, oh, it's work. Let me go to work. That was it. Mm. How long did you feel like that for? The first time, it was for a good minute. The first time, like, just off meditation and shit, a couple of months. And then, like, bro, I almost became a Rasta. Like, I was right there, like, about to convert because I was like, damn, like, I, the way that these people live their lives, I'm like, I could really connect with that talk about like what are their like what practices do they do in their lifestyle the main thing that like really caught my attention was their detachment from like physical things mm-hmm. you know like everybody wants a nice car nice clothing and all that shit but like i realized i don't really want any of that because ultimately the reason why you want that is to impress other people or seem like you're better than someone else mm-hmm. you know like you want to be different but then when you get that like ego death like it doesn't really matter like who cares like so what somebody sees you wearing gucci so it's the same shit they got on it's just a different different little badge on it it doesn't matter for sure but that's what mainly caught my eye because i was like i don't really i don't really fuck with any of this like i don't want any of this i just want a good a good life but after like a little while i realized like you know what it's kind of nice to have Good things though, you know. And I was like, <laughs> kind of like it's kind of yeah. nice to have running water, like, warm, yeah, a I warm like shower. <laughs> I like cars. I like nice clothes. I, I want to shower every day. I, I like brushing my teeth. <laughs> oh, thanks. 
but yeah after a while it was just like you know what like i don't think i'd be able to commit to that because i do want a nice car i don't want to drive around in a beater would you ever want to go to a strip club off mushrooms no i feel like there would just be too many people there and you would feel self-conscious okay what about you jason I don't know. About, I, I don't know about. I don't know about shrooms, bro. But I think I would want to do. If I were to do acid, I think that'd be the perfect spot. Really? Yeah, for sure. So, so the distinction of acid and um, shrooms. Acid, I would say, is just for more shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want shit to look cool, you want to have a good time. Yeah, like if you just want to be chill and you know just like chill out and vibe out, but you want a little more pizzazz. The visuals and everything on those lines take acid. Got a little spice to the Is it colors. acid like a party drug, or no? No, that's mm-hmm. Molly. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck acid I mean, is. So, so what is acid? Okay, yeah, so acid. Is it a pill? No, no. So there's two forms of acid. There is a, a paper tab mm-hmm. and a gel tab. Now I've done both, but my best experience was off a gel tab. Um. And this is unfortunate, but this is a m- more synthetic man-made mm-hmm. type of uh, deal. So if you get a bad batch, you could fry your brain and essentially Dang. die, you know, or oh cause catastrophic Fuck injury that. to yourself. <laughs> Fuck, oh. Yeah, I've heard stories of like people days after, you know, like if you do that with your hand real quick, you kind of see it move, like after it's already moved. No, yeah, hey, you'll, like you'll, see, the, there, you'll yeah. see the distortion that you'll and I've heard of people that like come off of their trips and they still see like it's like the world is moving in slow motion I heard yeah. people, yeah, so they can't unsee it yeah, the, yeah, I've actually I've, I've heard of people heard this as well thing, bro. Mm. there's a a story done by Vice and they were talking about this man who did acid and he either had taken so much of a dose or too much of a bad dose that now he has uh, I'm not sure what the disorder is called or what the schizophrenia no 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 not sch- schizophrenia but he can only see in black and white now due to having done this and everything's a bit blurry and in definition like if he was to look at this table it wouldn't look as solid it would you know probably look a little more fuzzy for him and stuff like that but yes that's that's scary bro it is it is scary your vision is literally like an old school movie bro fact the interest is the interesting thing about a lot of these people that like get these that end up with like schizophrenia or just having manic attacks and shit like that a lot of times it's something that like they already had it just hadn't presented itself yet Hmm. like if your family has a history of you know i don't know like parkinson's or alzheimer's you know these diseases that are associated with your brain Hmm. it like brings it out earlier it's like they already had it it just hadn't come out yet like right. they were gonna get it probably when they were like 60 70 but for some reason this drug triggered it and it's here now that's why you stay away from the pills you stay away from all the men made shit and all right that's what i want to ask you, you do too not like, fuck with it. what is everyone's like boundary like what would you not do like would you ever try like ecstasy or no. like molly or no like any kind of party drugs not at all the only thing that i've accepted into my body is marijuana and Natural, natural natural you know the only non-natural thing i have done is acid now having done it never really want to do it again there's no need i already have my fun with it and i'm off that mm-hmm. um shrooms i would love to do shrooms more um i i think once i am at a very achievable level of a psychonaut 
that is a person who does psychedelics. Mm-hmm. You know, you refer to them like as a psychonaut. Yeah, psychedelics. <laughs> so once I become, uh, or I've reached a level of psychonaut that I feel that I'm powerful enough to do DMT, which I was just gonna ask if you would. Do I want to try that. No, yeah, I would definitely try. I would try DMT. I would try it in its uh, two forms. Uh, there's actually a video I watched not too long ago about a man documenting his trips on the two types of DMT at a resort out in God knows where. Mm. But um, when we pass and when we die, our body releases all of the DMT at that moment. So you know how um, people will say, oh, when you die, right before your eyes, you'll see your whole entire life mm-hmm. in a matter yeah. of seconds. It's because the DMT mm. or... Who's to say that your DMT, you know, trip, in a sense, is what you are doing now? I was just about to bring that mm. up. Yeah. So, well, I, I believe once I'm at a, a capable level to do that, I will. And I'll embark on that journey and see what the, the teachings and result of that will be. I actually know someone who took that. Word? Yeah. Where are they at right now? I'll tell them. <laughs> <laughs> what do they... Okay. So I'm assuming like you spoke to them about their experience and stuff. Um, I just overheard because they were talking to Steven about it. Oh mm. damn. Well, I was in the middle of doing something, so mm-hmm. I just heard them having a conversation like, "Hey, bro, yeah, we I took this." So I was like, oh, "Okay," but it's my friend's boyfriend, so I could tell her. Type shit. Type shit. I think where I would draw the line on what I wouldn't try, I wouldn't try nicotine. Like at all? <laughs> you, you've never tried to fuck. Nah, no, I don't fuck with <laughs> nah, nah, no, yeah, keep that away from me too. Fuck all that. I, so I don't want to try that shit. No, yeah, no, no, nah. That shit just seems like stupid. I don't find the fun in it. To like be even alcohol, I don't really bro. like alcohol. Up. That shit is not fun. But every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, why not? But nah, that shit is just—it's literally a poison. Like you just kind of feel it a little bit, and then that's it. Or at least from what I've heard. And then you just crave that shit. Bro, I know somebody that was losing like 10 pounds a month because they were smoking nicotine. Like, they didn't want anything else. So I'm good. Fuck that. Yeah, now that, that is I an addictive chemical. everything at least once, though. Probably not cocaine just because that shit is just so easy to get a batch that's going to fuck you up. No yeah. cap. That's scary. I've seen it's a true. lot of construction guys get fucked up over that. Bro. <laughs> not even capping, bro. And then the it's thing with like shit. MDMA, DMT, LSD, that shit is... At least from what I've heard, more difficult to make. So odds are it's not gonna be just some little, you know, some little motherfucker making it in his basement type. But you need to find the right people. The majority of the time, this shit comes from medical institutions, and you know, people get it and they sell it in the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no hard shit, pretty much. No. So dispensaries don't sell that. No. Like no. Not out here. It's funny you mentioned that. So Mike Tyson is actually trying to pioneer that he's trying to take um i forget he he's he, he named it toad something toad uh but he's actually trying to ex- extract dmt and get it to the, the masses in a sense you know i'm not sure if any of y'all have watched mike tyson's podcast but he um he talks very heavily on psychedelics and that it's helped him drastically improve his life and the way he you know thinks of life now mm-hmm. moving forward um you know, Mike Tyson was one of the most controversially used people in, you know, the sports industry, boxing specifically. You know, they stole millions and millions and millions of dollars from that man. Um, 
he was a uh, quite a wild animal, you know, doing a shit ton of drugs and doing a shit ton of shit and things along those lines. So it, for you to be one of the biggest motherfuckers on the world, like there's not there's not too many people more popular, known, and idealized than Mike Tyson. So for him to say that when he embarked on his trip, his DMT trip, his uh, shroom trips, where he killed that massive ass ego that he had and now he's come to a point where he just wants peace and happiness he doesn't want to deal with the the ugly nasty grimy things that unfortunately we do as humans to each other where we take advantage of each other we use each other to you know climb a a fake ass pole to be the first one to grab a rope or excuse me a flag at the top when they don't mean shit at the end of the day, or, you know, but that's just a little take on that. I like how you mentioned, like, Mike Tyson, like, his past and stuff, and he's used it to help himself, but, like, I also believe, like, other people, like, with that story, like, veterans, for example, people who have PTSD or, like, people who have gone through, like, trauma, like, victims, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. could, like, use psychedelics to, like, heal themselves. Of course, like, very, like, moderated doses of course i'm not saying to go crazy but I was like gonna say they microdose when they do that. yeah exactly like but microdosing very, very small. yeah hell yeah <laughs> small. No, nothing too crazy. crazy microdosing i've i've a, i haven't attempted it but i would like to learn a bit more on how it could be beneficial to me but it's it's in a sense what i've heard it from others that it's like you open the veil you know your third eye Slow, very, very slowly, <laughs> to the point until where it becomes almost natural to have that third eye open. Um, and a lot, you know, one person that probably could benefit from psychedelics is uh, Kanye, for sure. He probably could benefit. He made graduation. <laughs> but you know, these these things are associated with you know actually doing some good. You know, like I mentioned before, how is it? Why is it we paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to go see a person to tell them about our problems, and at the end of the day, oh, your time up. I'll see y'all later, type of shit. But I could take a drug and work through my problems and become a better person moving forward from that. So, how do you feel about like before, like people would get like taken to jail for possession of marijuana, and, and now like it's like a very profitable industry where like the government even taxes like growers and sellers mm -hmm. and do you feel like back then it was just because they like couldn't really get a hand on that money that they like made it illegal i think you need to reword the question like do you feel like do you feel like now that they can touch on the money like through taxes and just like moderating it like mm -hmm. through them for them do you feel like that's the reason why they banned it before or made it illegal because they couldn't touch up on the money? Yeah, I mean, if you think as a, you know, the American government as a whole, if they can control you, they will. And if they can control your money, they will. So, think about the hundreds and hundreds of, you know, potheads y'all personally know that would give up they last $60 for a cart so they could be high throughout the week and all that shit. You feel well, me? Oh, like two heads. <laughs> that Loki used you to be you. Sorry. Uh -huh. In high school. Yeah. We're looking at one. I was a chief. I don't remember this nigga. 
Damn near stole my pen one time. Yeah. I was a chief. Like, nah, I knew he wasn't gonna steal it because he's the homie. Right. But it was like, damn, that nigga just took it. Yeah. I remember that day. <laughs> I got home, bro. I texted this man. I was like, oh shit, I think I left it with you. In my head, I'm like, all right, of course he's probably gonna take a couple of hits and shit. Yeah, but, you that know, shit. I get it tomorrow. It'll be damn near the same as it is today. Yeah, the yeah, next thing comes to me, shows it to me, bro. <laughs> that shit was like gone. halfway gone. I'm like, what the fuck? No yeah, wonder you don't be I'm sharing. Like, bro, you just, no, I don't know you just got sharing this name, bro. This man be smoking with himself. I like this greedy fuck. No, it's like smoking alone has has bring certain peace to certain people. I'm a. Use it to relax. You know, I could be a lone smoker or a you social smoker. Kind of smoker you are. Facts. Mm. Honestly, I'm so used to smoking with Steven. Mm. So it's kind of weird to do. I mean, I like doing it by myself now that I've experienced doing it by myself, but I miss smoking with him. I think with other people, I would rather be drunk than high. Really? Mm. I rather. Why? I, I don't know if I could do that, though. It just kind of makes it funner. I like being high around people. Like when I'm high, I'm kind of more relaxed. I, I like I just want to chill. I don't want people to be too energetic. I, like I just want to relax, you know. But when I'm drunk, I'm like, you know, let's go, let's do some shit. Yeah, but that's that's the that's the problem, though. or that's the the hidden oh fuck you might fuck up type shit. Because <laughs> for people who might be a bit more reserved, you know, you give them some bud, mm-hmm. they might chill out a bit more. You might relax, you know, loosen up a bit. Mm-hmm. But you give a person enough alcohol, you will see a completely different person. I can't get drunk though, for sure. Because no. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like no, the taste. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like it. It takes way too yes. long. Nah, I've never been know? hungover because I've never drank ass. enough. It takes too much. Too much effort to get there. That's very true. Have you ever been drunk? Yet? I have. No, I've never yeah. been drunk yet, bro. What was that? Have you ever crossfaded? Yeah. I've crossfaded. That was cool. Yeah, crossfaded was definitely Wait, so yeah, way more crossfaded. Have you tried. Whoa. Is it called Dabs? Dabs like like where you have like it's like wax yeah yeah I've done the rig dabs, dabs yeah. yeah yeah and then there's yeah. this other thing that is like it looks like honestly I I hate doing it Keith no Ash Keith is cool the thing that looks like cool. cocaine nice. looks like crack it Chief looks like a crackhead what it's you like smoke the hell you smoking like powder like TAC so alright so let me see if this makes sense so there's dabs and then there's all right, let's break it down. I guess so. It's, there's carts, right? right so there's cartridges. Mm-hmm. There's marijuana as a flower. How about mm-hmm. RSO? What the fuck is that? Have you tried is that, that some synthetic no, shit? RSO. Crazy. What is it? You're not the educated. Who? It looks like black toothpaste. Nah. Edible. Mm. All right, all right. So <laughs> yeah, invention. Yeah, we can talk about that. So there's tinctures. There's topicals. There's. Uh, uh, some weird names, dog. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> like some lotion. So what I think you're no, talking about is like lasagna, hash. like a tiny pill. Yeah. Oh. I think so. so it's like you can like almost like a it up, smart put it on top of a bowl and then smoke it. I thought you said lasagna, bro. Nah, lasagna. People like crushed up wax. That's, if it were to be a solid. That shit sound like some I mean, other shit. Yeah, I don't know. She's about to look this up. She's like, I'm not a crackhead. I'm telling you, I'm not doing crack cocaine. But um. No to get What's back a drug to that you guys want to try. Hey, let me ask DMT for sure. Crack? Nah. But uh no, nah, for drugs drugs. Because you know, oh, that word is becoming yeah. a bit more yeah. loose nowadays. Um the only thing I would, you know, see myself, you know, trying to is do DMT. 
And that's probably it. I'm going to keep smoking my bud. It's called Sand. Sand? What the fuck is that? I've never heard of it. That sounds like some hard shit. That sounds like some hard shit. That sounds lower than crack. That sounds like some That's why I don't like doing it. It looks weird. Yeah, no, that's that's like some angel oh, like re- live resin. Sand. Oh, okay, okay. So oh, I, I, I know. I don't know what that is. Like that's hash. Oh, that's like keef. So you know okay. what? So you know on a, on a grinder, okay. that last little one so you open fun. and you see all that shit. Yeah. So like, is it weird he does it by itself? Yes, because that's a waste of a shit ton of shit. Because yeah, there's, I, it's, I not, like it's not a solid. a lid on top of my butt and then what? you know roll it up. Yeah. Take it like that. So keef is just. It's just right. like essentially powder. powdered form of marijuana, but it seems to be more potent. So that's why you you know sprinkle a little bit on top of your bowl, so you get an extra little kick on top of the butt. Yeah. But it's it's wheat, ain't nothing ain't nothing not. So, mm. but then yeah. your question about uh, you know the government and the money game with mm-hmm. marijuana. Yes, they took advantage of that. Because look at how many people are dependent on it. Look at how many people we know who smoke weed. But what do you mean dependent? Like, can you be sober? Yes or no? Chris, are you dependent? Yeah, on I can be sober. You could tell me. Do you notice a difference between okay. you, you as your person, sober and high? I can tell the difference. I definitely can tell the difference. I can definitely tell the difference. No, I enjoy being high. I feel like all the time. The biggest distinction like between someone who's like addicted and someone who's not addicted is if someone needs to have it to eat or to have an appetite. Oh. Mm. And you don't have any type of illness or like you're a regular person, bro, mm. and you need to smoke it to what? taste. You're wildin', bro. You're bugging. You're addicted. And you're bugging. You're bugging. Also, all your money goes to that. Yeah. Maybe. Bro, I've had the same cart for like a year. I said that shit is boof. Like that shit, bro. Shouldn't hit anymore after. It still does though. That shit hurting your head, bro. You know Davy lying, bro. Bro, this man knows he can vouch for me. You remember when we went to Seaside for prom weekend? And I had that cart that I've had for years, and it was like a tiny little bit left. Nah. You remember that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, that is. I remember that day. That's, that's, why, that's why I was so surprised when you came the next day and the cart I, I had left with you was damn near done. Because I was like, what the fuck? This shit lasts me forever. How did he finish it so quick? It's because I'm a chief. <laughs> I like smoking my butt. But I nah, like smoking. Yeah. But the, that's, I, really I think like that. the distinction you, as a smoker, as a weed smoker, you have to, you know. There is not a person who smokes on a daily basis that can say they are not addicted to marijuana. Or, what I like to say, the act of smoking. Okay. You, boy. I agree. Because I'm not addicted to marijuana. I could stop if need be. Mm. Now, yes, we're going to deal with the fuck. I'm mad as shit all the damn time because I'm but fucking that's annoyed and shit. Though. That's a... Uh, what is it like? A withdrawal. Really, yeah, withdrawal. Yeah. But exactly. you also That's mentioned some like before, like continue. Like you also mentioned like some people are like addicted to smoking weed, and some people are just addicted to smoking. Like, yeah, what so, did you mean by that? So like they have something in their mouth that they suck on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so like, so like think about it like this: 
you get a satisfaction on of smoking weed in different form. Like mm-hmm. my my most pleasurable to me is a J, smoking mm-hmm. joints. Now I could smoke a blunt. I could hit the pipe. Mask. I could hit the bong. You know, I could do the bong mask. I could do all the whole apple nine. bong. You know, <laughs> bottle, but I think bottle bong, apple. You know, the whole the whole nine. But I don't need to do it in all forms. Okay. Or let's say, you know, for like general smokers, I'm sure a person who smokes cigarettes can pick up a J and smoke it, have mm-hmm. no problem with it. But I'm sure that if you are a smo- a weed smoker, you would have a big issue picking up that cigarette and trying to smoke that shit. Big ass problem. That shit mm. tastes like black. Exactly. So it's the what? It's the tastes like the color dog. It tastes like black. Like it's it just the, tastes like the ash. distinction. It tastes like nasty mm. darkness. Black amounts. You gotta it tastes like it hurts. You know, because there's times where I personally have to smoke a bit before bed in order for myself to you know gain the ability to go to sleep mm-hmm. on a you know or you know i have an issue with my back so you know obviously day-to-day tasks no, no, yeah. every day-to-day task you know it's, it's a bit you know of a nuisance you know so the clear-cut answer would be yes addiction yes but controlled addiction is what you'd probably label it better as I think do you feel like you're addicted, addicted to anything? Yeah, I can say that mm-hmm. to a degree. A lot of people can't say that. That's facts. A lot of people won't admit to that. Not a lot of people can't say that. A lot of people won't admit to that. I think, at least with that and the controversy with that, is that you have to understand why you use marijuana. But you don't think everyone has a habit? I don't want like. Any habit. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah, well, no, yeah, habit. it's just yeah. a certain yeah. amount of people have a habit that is using a substance. Yeah. Facts. Because people well, go to the gym and it's basically it? the same thing except that they're going to the gym instead of smoking. Or people go for walks or hiking or, you know, whatever it might be. Or, or writing poems, music, whatever. you know. Facts. It shouldn't be a problem unless, like, like I said, like, it's okay as long as you're not, like. Everything in moderation. Exactly. Yeah. The, the best way to say everything in moderation. I don't so. think there's anything wrong with it. No, nah, there's, oh, nothing, wrong there's with nothing wrong doing with doing it. It just becomes a problem when it has like a hold on your life. You know? Mm-hmm. Like every day you wake up and it's like, oh, let me smoke before I go to work. Otherwise, I'm going to be mad at work or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. What's up? Would you, okay, let's say. Right now it's controlled, right? Mm-hmm. And like it's then out of nowhere you lose control, right? Mm-hmm. You pick up smoking more or whatever. Would you want your loved one to get involved? That's a good question because uh, like I need to hear this. my my significant other, um, she doesn't smoke. Mm-hmm. Now, for some people who smoke, that could be an issue. If your partner doesn't smoke, you know. If you're a pothead, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you know that can be an issue, but. Would I want her to get involved? Potentially. Would you be mad if she did? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Why yes? Because I guess this is a bit more involved in, you know, the character of that person. You know, for a young man being, in a sense, called out or put on the hot seat by, you know, your significant other, your woman or whomever. You know that that's a, a 
a big shock. You know, some people can't handle that, being called out and put in a place and to be told, hey, you have a problem, you need to fix the shit. Some people have a very, very big issue with handling that. So, but for my significant other, she understands that I use it for medical benefit. You know, I do have an issue with my back. And uh, she's understanding that, you know, if I'm not high and I'm in pain, that's when other emotions come out and become more apparent. You know, so if you were, at least like how I can explain my pain is, I don't need to touch you. But <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, you feel the back, right? Imagine yeah, you felt this all day. Mm-hmm. He does. I do. He does. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, does. so, you know, any, any form of discomfort, you know, <laughs> brings, brings anger, you, you know, brings frustration. And, you know, with it. that, it can cause more problems. <laughs> But uh, mm. if it becomes a significant issue where it's like, oh, you're not going to work, you're literally spending your last dime on a, a fucking dime mm. and shit like that, like, broke. That is a problem and you need help. What the fuck? But everything in moderation. And if you, the number one thing that I've come to understand that if you start smoking weed, you have to find your reason why you do it. Mm. Not just, oh, Davey smoking weed, I'm going to smoke weed because Davey smoke weed. Um, you know, I think it's part of genetics sometimes. Yeah, it, it like plays a factor. More addicted to substances. Like let's say addiction runs in your family. Yeah, that is actually like a genetic scientifically thing. proven. Yes, you can be more susceptible to getting like hooked onto things. Yeah, like some people literally just smoke one cigarette and they're addicted like that. Yeah. And other people can crack, fucking like. There's a lot of actors that smoke like packs and packs a day for their role and become addicted after so. yeah oh and God. some of them become addicted others are like fuck thank god i don't gotta do that shit anymore yep. so it just depends on the individual mm-hmm. but going back to your question would i be mad if like my significant other tried to intervene i guess it depends on all the facts because like for example my mom has a big issue with me smoking because she thinks that's all i do <laughs> Like, she'll literally oh be like, God. oh, you have to be smoking. You got to, like, yeah. stop smoking so much. And I'm like, bro, what? I literally never do this shit. I do maybe. it maybe once a week. You got a problem. I rarely ever smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. Like, literally, I can show you my butt right now. The fucking container is damn near full. Baby, we love you, bro. It's all right, buddy. I kind of I mean, love if you're, you, too, I don't I know. I think it's a, a Hispanic thing. Because my parents be annoying, too. No, I wouldn't say it's that. I think that they... Well, but like, let me let me rephrase. You see it like you do it every day type shit. Maybe it's more stigmatized in mm-hmm. their culture. Yeah, yeah I, I Like agree where they were growing that. up, how they were, you know, uh, like introduced to it. Because over there, where they come from, or where their parents come from mm-hmm. in Mexico, it is like, bro, if you're doing bud, you're probably murdering people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, somebody is getting hurt. It's, it's because of where it's coming from. It's the similar yeah, stigma to murdering people, bro. Yeah, you know, I've heard tattoos. stories about Cancun. Yeah. Same shit with tattoos. You some yeah. crazy yeah. shit. Over there in Central America, if you got tattoos, you are a gangbanger. You yeah, are a you're, criminal. You're, you're a murderer. Like, ex- that's it. I've experienced this. My own grandmother became very livid with me when I got my first tattoo. To the point where she didn't talk to me. She was very upset with me. She couldn't look at me type of deal. And I'm just yeah. like... Unfortunately, I don't give a fuck what you think because I'm going to live my life the way I want to. So, you're the one over here boohoo and, and all this about something that I wanted. So, but astigmatism is about. 
for you know marijuana users that all you do is sit around and smoke weed and you're a bum but yeah. i know very successful people in my life who smoke weed and they are not a bum they make six figures some of the most innovative people are you know marijuana users or think about one of the most innovative uh personnel on the planet snoop dogg snoop dogg is an achiever of life that man does everything to the greatest of his potential and he's been smoking weed the longest bro fucking michael phelps smokes weed like come on like what he's one of the greatest athletes in world history and he smokes weed the NBA doesn't test for marijuana anymore. But the thing so is, I don't think NBA weed players. has a bad stigma as it used to have. You know what not I mean? Anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, of course. Not tattoos, you know not that I mean? much. Well, the older generations, yeah. like our grandparents, oh, are sure. still. That's how they grew up. Like his parents, like Davy's parents. Mm. Oh. Wait, so <laughs> my dad, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. I don't. I don't really think they care. <laughs> like Davy's parents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think they care <laughs> because. <laughs> Because, like, I've explained it to them, you know? Okay. And they see me, and they see how I am every day. And I just come up to them one day, and I'm like, you know, I've been smoking for, like, years. And it's like, oh, we could never tell, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's not a problem. Because they never notice. I'm still the same person. I still so do my shit. I don't know my son. What was the question? <laughs> Would you have an issue with your significant other addressing your marijuana problem? It depends on all the facts, again. Because if it What's is, like, you know... If yeah, I know that I am doing this no. shit every day, it really isn't though. <laughs> but the, but okay. doesn't a yes people are complicated. But doesn't a like, yes or no have to be you know looked at through the pros and cons of everything? Don't you think so? It like, can't I guess be I wouldn't simple have a yes problem no. with it, but I wouldn't really take it serious if I know that I'm not actually doing this all the time. They just think that I am. Mm. But if I know that, oh yeah, maybe it is a problem that I can't go to but sleep without smoking. Can someone with addiction see that? Can someone with addiction see that they have addiction? Like, that they have an addiction? Like, how I are mean, you going to tell? To a degree, yes. Some people are very naive. Um, Depends on how self-aware of yourself you are. I think alcoholics specifically struggle with that. Oh, like, yeah. Immensely. Yeah. For real. So. But yeah. a lot of times when people are alcoholics, they have, like, a very serious underlying issue. Going on. Yeah. For sure. It's all right, Tiffany. Nobody's judging. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You're what about you, Jason? Would you, uh, would you allow, or how would you feel if your significant other like judged your addiction? You would have a problem with it. What? Yeah, I would have a problem with it. Wait up. But go ahead. Um, if I was addicted to something, which I don't think I am, but um, <laughs> stage one denial. <laughs> there you no. go. Alright, no, but uh, for real though, if, if that was the case, I'd be like, you know, I would actually want an intervention, you know what I mean? Honestly, because like... Okay. <laughs> what you know? No, I would low-key want that because it's like, honestly, I feel like if it's a serious problem, let's just say if I was doing coke, right? Let's just say if I was doing coke, then I would, you know, I would want everyone that cares about me's input about me, you know, I would want that, you know, because I feel like that would really like stick right here especially because you're up close and personal with all these people at the same time i, I think, think you I might... would have a problem with it let me tell you why i think you would all have right, a problem fair with enough it. 
Because ever since you got that little fucking pen. I don't have that pen on me right now. Damn near every single time we've been together or like trying to do something, you're almost always high. And I, we have both mentioned it to you. And you yeah. always get like hella defensive. And you're like, no, what are you talking about? I don't do this. I don't do it all the time. I don't like, bro, every single this time. This is your intervention. Every single yeah. time. I don't I get defensive. You do it once well, and then not again. Like, I'd be like, I don't care about it. No cap. Yo, this nigga be doing This man like, think you the only one with that problem every day? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are, bro? I mean, I don't know about you guys. Like, I do have that back pain, and I guess, you know, we'll see yeah, how Yeah, I have back pain it. every day. But, like, if I smoke today, for example, and I smoke, like, a moderate amount, tomorrow, I'm still going to feel, like, the physical effect. Like, my back isn't really going to hurt that much. You, and it's going to last maybe, see, like, two days. See, this is then it's like, all right, you right my now. back hurts. All right. I'm going to feel that pain regardless of if I want to or not. Because at the end of the day, I, what I do every day, I'm fucking exhausted. But my back, my back hurts right now. So it's like, so it's you don't see me posting on anything right now, though. He's like, but so no, I'm, I'm, I'm not smart. He put that pen before he came in. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he did it when he got home. I'm actually taking that shit. I'm actually taking for it right now as we speak. Look at his eyes. He's like, all right, so take this back to you. Yeah, the camera roll. His eyes twitching, look. Yeah, all right, boy. Go ahead, Red boy. I appreciate that, bro. Go ahead, Red I don't feel judged. Nah, go ahead, G. What about you, Chris? How would you feel? How would you feel if your girl right now came to you and she was like, yo, Chris, I think you just smoke way too much. I think you got a problem. You got to, like... Why you got to say that? What? Because it made me think this is probably how she would approach it. It made me think of chicken tenders for some weird reason, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> I think you did smoke before you came. I did not smoke. It's hanging out. Not gonna lie, like, with stuff like that, I'm very, like, self aware. So, like, if I realize that, like, if someone comes up to me saying that, like, I bugged out or I'm tweaking, I'm doing too much, like, I've already, like, noticed that, like, way before, like, someone mentioned it to me. So it's like, I'd probably, like, accept it and be like, like, you know, like, of course, there's always going to be some pushback when someone tries to tell you, like, you're doing something or you're fucking up, but it's like, overall, you kind of just got to accept it, so I'd probably accept it and be like, maybe I am tripping, you know, I'd, like, reflect and be like, you know, whether or not I believe I am or if I'm not, then should I change type shit, but, yeah, I'm not really the smoking type, so. Nah, I, I think I can speak a little bit more to this, but, um, I've comes to a realization that or not a realization but more so of a, a practice where i will only allow myself to smoke if i'm doing something fun and or where it does not need me to be fully cognitive so like if i'm in the house doing not jack shit and i just want to play the game best believe i'm smoking a bowl a blunt the bomb and i'm gonna hit the pen Holy shit. Jason, you try to hide it. What am I try to hide it from the world, bro? We know who you really are. We see you every day. But we know who you are. You guys don't think it's like a little judgmental of you guys? Because just because you guys don't smoke and Jason does doesn't mean it makes him I don't think it's judgmental. No, I think true. it's more of we're caring. Yeah, you Because I do care. smoke. <coughs> Occasionally he'll smoke. I don't. But if I see him smoke and I see like, all right, you're doing this shit way too much. We're trying to get shit done and you're just over there kind of looking stupid. Then it's like, okay, bro, like, you know what I mean? Like, me more mindful of it. I'm not telling you to stop smoking. Just like, chill. 
the, like, that's where it comes when is it appropriate for you hey, to smoke make the distinction hey, maybe no. not maybe listen bro distinction bro damn like I like listen, I work, I do not smoke at all. I don't smoke at work either. We got this turned into us all picking on Jason. Oh God, no! And, and look, this man's exaggerating that hard, bro. I, oh yeah, when well, we're setting up here, and I'm, I know damn well we're, I'm setting up with y'all. No cap. Cap. I'm not talking about today. I just, yeah, every I other thing you do, if you can make the distinction of whether or not, okay, hey, yeah, it's fun time. Then get high, but if it ain't fun time, yeah, don't I usually get do it. If like you know, I'm off tomorrow. It was a long week. I'm trying to chill. Like I, you know, let me smoke, let me relax, play some games, eat some food, because I don't got shit to do tomorrow. So, every day, every day. Anyway, I'm gonna just this, this episode's not about you today. Is well, <laughs> there something you want to say, Jason? We'll have so an episode. How about how about chess, Jason? Might as well just say it right now. Yeah. Speak your mind, bro. This man came all the way from Utah. Why the hell are we doing this? <laughs> Speak Next your mind. This, this is an extra credit, <laughs> bro. It's a blooper, but um, bro, y'all got any final questions? Shit, bro. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can come back to the one uh, that I had asked you previously about like your school life and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm basically like asking you like. What happened when you sent like the the videos to everyone? Like, why did you do What's it? That? Like, what was your mindset at the time? You know exactly what video he's talking about. Well, I know. Well, everybody knows. This isn't, this isn't know. something I shy from. Mm-hmm. You know, this, you know. I, I wear that on my sleeve, you know. Oh, shit. That's my best friend right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know. low-key one of my best friends. <laughs> That's a cool. No, no. I, I, you know, looking back on it, you know, obviously the, the mistake was a mistake. And mm-hmm. I've, I've always accepted full responsibility and I mean, wait, accountability. Sorry. From my point of view, I just knew it was out there. I didn't know the back, the backstory. I didn't, even I didn't know that he sent it. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, like me and her were like low key pretty close when the whole thing happened, and then like a year later, I became friends with you. Yeah. I had no fucking clue that it was him mm-hmm. that like did all that. <laughs> then I found out, and I was like, oh, well, shit. Well, all right. So there's there's always been one big big thing that I've always wanted to clear up about this situation. Because, you know, the person involved with this has made a video about it. Yeah. And they said their side of the story. Mm-hmm. But okay. the funny shit is, none of y'all have ever heard my side of the story. Hey, exclusive. So, so, so this thing, you know, like, I, I wear this on my sleeve. Because it's something I did. And I've always fully accepted what I did. I ain't never shy from it. Not a day. Mm-hmm. But tell me, tell me this. You and your significant other make a sex video, sex mm-hmm. tape, mm-hmm. right? right. Yeah. That's, that's private between y'all two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you both make that decision to do it. Mm-hmm. So why is it that I'm having a person in my school come up to me in a random day asking about a question? And this particular question was regarding a tape that I had made. That not a soul knew about at that moment in time. Mm. Just you and the other person involved. Mm-hmm. So how's that? I'm having another man, or excuse me, a, a, you know, at that time a kid, a boy, a boy. little boy, asking me right. about something that's my business, and mm. not a soul knew about it before. Mm. So if I ain't open my mouth, who was opening their mouth? Mm. 
everybody always wants to put the bet in the big, you know, target on my back, but I he never said my side of the story. So what's up? So you never, you didn't release it first. No, I had a person come up to me while walking to class and stop me. Alfredo, let me ask you a question real quick, bro. What's up, G? Yo, I heard you got a tape. What the fuck? I'm sorry, what? Was this person friends with her? Or you don't know? Or was this a random random person? No, so this wasn't a random person in general. I knew this person. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a a form of a relationship with this person. But the thing is, how, why, and who said something? Mm-hmm. How are you coming to me with information that only I and another person should possess? Right. So that means someone else fucked up and did some shit. Right. Did you ever figure out what this was? No, but I'm sure it's because, you know, just like how I wanted to show it or something like the long, you know, along those lines, mm-hmm. potentialities could be that that person also wanted to do the same. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you send it to someone else? I did. Why did you send it to someone else? Was it like out of spite? Was it just like... It was out of confrontation to... Uh, not rumor, but... Imagine you're on the bus. All right, oh, let, me, let me tell you the story how it is. Mm-hmm. I was on the bus. Mm-hmm. On my way home. Mm-hmm. And as I walk by, I hear these two people talking. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing about me, you know, in specific, I am very, very aware on what the fuck is going on at all times. So you might think, oh, you know, we can just talk shit about this person. They're not going to notice. <laughs> Bitch, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. So I decided to be ballsy and address them after the fact. Mm-hmm. And then I made that decision to send it to them. And then that's when they spread like wildfire. <laughs> Wait, so they were talking about you and then you sent it to them? So they, so. And how did they know? Were these the first people that you sent it to? Yeah. So, how did they know, like, these things? Exactly. People? That is my whole point to this. How and who knew before I did what the fuck I did? So, there's multiple people that knew before you even sent it out. Not yes. just that one person that yes. you... Because the rumor started going around that there was a tape. And, and you had not mentioned it to not a soul. Not a soul. Was there any kind of, like, legal consequences to this? Like the whole situation, because I know the police got involved at one point. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, so I wait, wait. Before you get to there, right? Because like, um, I know you told us you found out that way, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the most random way to find out, and I agree. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how was school like, and how was it? You know, the talk with this person when this all happened. So school, I was suspended from school mm-hmm. three days. Right when this incident had happened, I had one of my trusted friends actually escort the other person to class. Why? So that she can get to class without everybody trying to get to her, oh, talking about what's this, what's that, that, okay, that. Okay. So even though I made a grave mistake, I did my best to fix it mm-hmm. in that particular moment with what I could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody, you know, wants to put the, you know, the blame on you. Blame on me, but where the fuck is the accountability for the other person too? Hmm. Mm. Like, I've. I don't know shit about it. That's you know. But, but it's kind of hard to believe that a female wouldn't say, "Yeah, like I, I showed someone else." I don't know. It's 
kind of crazy. So you're going to give the benefit of the doubt to the female? Not necessarily because I have to respect your side of the story. But it just, I don't know. It doesn't, it's just, I guess, a crazy coincidence for you. Like, I guess, bad luck. So, I just, right. Like, I mean, I would say okay. that's fucking bad luck because that's fucking crazy that the minute you sent it, or you sent it, the, yeah, the minute you sent it, she told someone else, like, no, he he, no, no, no. he had incentives. So I had not said him. a word about it. I never show nobody. I ain't never tell nobody. Not a thing. We made that video. It was on a phone that couldn't that no one had access to. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. The only person with that phone was me and her. Okay. So why is it the fact that after we make this, after we made that video, whatever we got it. A week later happens, whatever. I'm not worrying about it. Nothing we did is cool. I'll watch it later. Whatever type of shit. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So why is it that one random day I am walking to class in school? I was passing the cafeteria going to the F-Wing. Mm -hmm. And this person stopped me. He, really, he was like, hey, Alfred, let me ask you a question real quick, bro. And I go over and he's like, yo, bro, I heard you had a tape. But I had not sent the video out. But you sent it out after? Yes. Out of spite. So, I sent the video out after the fact because there was the rumor mill going. Mm -hmm. I heard a rumor on the bus and I addressed the rumor. Mm -hmm. So you wanted to prove to other people that there was one? Not prove. Not being a naive person and an immature kid back then. Okay. You know, obviously, once you get some, you want more. So... I know, like, your side of the story has never gone out, or, like, no, not many people may know it, but, like, take us throughout, like, the whole timeline, so, like, basically yeah. it happened, mm -hmm. you know, like, some person came up to you, sure. and then, like, from there, like, start from there, and, like, let's try not to interrupt them. Yeah, and, um, we'll start from the beginning. Don't leave anything out, bro. Uh, feel free to express your feelings on everything, you know what so, I mean? So, me and this person decided it was the best idea to skip school and do what we wanted to do me and this person were very close to each other very comfortable and we decided that we could do what we did and make a sex tape now this happened you know we make the video we had our fun whatever mm -hmm. and then is normal business after that every day go to school go to practice come home that's it so why is it that on a random day of the of a week, I'm getting a person, you know, asking me a question. And the question being, hey, Alfredo, I heard you got a tape. Mm -hmm. But why is that question being asked to me when I had never, ever, ever said it to anyone? Show, never, not even my best friend. You feel me? Like, no, I did not tell a soul that I did that. No one needed to know because that's not y'all business. You feel me? But once these, that had happened, I was like, okay, something's going on. Because somebody knows and I ain't say shit, so who the fuck said something? You feel mm -hmm. me? So this is what I've always speculated. That mm -hmm. the person that I was with either was showing someone else, maybe a girlfriend, and, they girl, and that girlfriend was like, oh, here, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Just like I'm known all the rumors started about the school. Right? So I, that happens. I'm not sure. I, I can't give you exact dates and times. But boom. I get 
presented that question by a person in my school who had not a piece of information. If I didn't give that piece of information, who did? Hmm. The only other person that had the fucking phone. And I did it with. You feel me? So, that happens. So now, the rumors start going. Now I'm, pat I'm on the bus, and I hear these two females talking about the rumor. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you hear Alfredo got a tape? As I'm walking <laughs> by, type shit. Okay, okay. And I hear that. Now this person will be named, you know, not named, excuse me, but... Uh, you know, can I comment on this? Yeah. Um, were these one of the people that got suspended with you? No. Okay. Are you aware that other people got suspended too? Yeah. All right. No, I, I know. Right. I know Obviously, other people were suspended. People that got caught with it. I'm yeah. Assuming. Like the, I could tell you how it happened. You know. Okay. In a second. Yeah. I'm sorry about cutting you off. So, after having heard what I heard on the bus, I decided to confront this person outside of school. And they were like, "Oh, like, no, I, I don't know. I actually, so I texted the person. I was like, I heard you was talking about me on the bus. Hmm. And then I was like, what the fuck was you talking about? Because I heard you. So what the fuck you want to know? Hmm. And then that whole thing popped up. And then that's when my dumb ass made the dumbest decision possible. And I was like, yeah, it's true here. And sent it. And then that's what happened. A wildfire. And for those though who don't, you know, who speculate, there was also a point in time where people did not even know it was me. They thought it was a whole different person. I didn't know. Exactly. I didn't even know. I'm not going to lie. I've never seen any of these videos. I think, like, I'm thankful that I've never seen any of these videos. I don't I've never seen them. So, bro, yeah. if I were to tell you the amount of weirdos. That were trying to send me Bro, and send this in group chats. I bet you there was niggas. It was wild. I was <laughs> like, that's a weird ass and did you, I don't know if we know this, bro, but people were sending like, <laughs> were like trading this shit like Pokemon cards. Bro. Nah, yeah, nah, I know, I know how Real the, the game ran back then. You know, it drop, was so drop fun. You know? Kick group chats and shit. But yeah. no, so the, I decided to make that decision. Now I've always been held accountable for that decision. I ain't never said, oh, no, it wasn't me. I ain't do that type shit. No. Y'all ain't never seen me or heard me ever say that. Because mm -hmm. I wore that shit on my chest. Because mm -hmm. as soon as I got off of suspension, I was right back in that fucking school walking to class. And ain't nothing happened from it. You feel me? So talk about, like, okay. So what happened after, like, you sent it to that person? What did you start noticing? How did people, like, start, like... I guess, like, acting towards you afterwards. I feel like the only people that would, like, have treated him differently would probably be females. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't think guys would give a fuck. Yeah. But the thing is, no one... Unless they're, like, really close friends. You know, no one treated me different. Ain't nobody ever... I had never had a problem in Franklin High School. And everybody could check me on that. Ain't nobody ever have smoke with me. I ain't never have smoke with no one. And that was it. I was untouchable. Because... That's how it was. I never had no problems. Hmm. So moving forward, after you know, after the fact, it was something that I had to deal with, knowing that I had made a grave mistake. Now, I don't want to slander the person that I did this with, mm -hmm. but this person is also not a good person themselves. Hmm. That person also has to be accountable for their actions. Mm -hmm. You know, 
And if you were to have found out things that I know about this person, y'all would probably look at this person different too. Mm. And that's the reality of it. Everybody got information on everybody. Mm. It just matters what information is more important. Yeah, that's we true. know, Jason. You feel me? I hope you do. We know now, what you did. Okay. Now, once the wildfires started happening, like, everyone, it started circulating around the school, and, mm-hmm. like, police were involved. Mm-hmm. Like, what were your thoughts in that situation? So, okay. yeah, okay. I, I walk it to you how it happened. So, mm-hmm. I was in the B wing, first floor. I was leaving the stairwell, and I passed Plumber's office. And as soon as Plumber, plumber make eye contact with me, he's like, so then I, you know, I'm like, oh, what's up, coach? Like, hey, what, like, what can I do for you? Like, he's like, so I, you know, I heard there's this issue going on with you. You know, do you know about it? And I was like, no, not really. And he was like, okay, well, there's a video of you and so and so doing something or you know whatever. Can you tell me about that? I was like, no, there's nothing really, nothing for you to know. Like, you know, keep it on the reps, cause I ain't gonna flat out just say yes. You feel mm-hmm. me? So then, after that, you know, I had that conversation with Plumber. I come home later that day, and then my parents sit me down and say, we have a problem. Damn, your parents find out. Yeah, so, it's not like... The craziest thing that, that I look at nowadays is that... Like, y'all, y'all don't realize what the fuck happened. <laughs> like, y'all thought it was the end of the world for her. But y'all ain't never, you know, give me a fucking day of life. What the fuck was going to happen to me? Never got your side. Exactly. Yeah. That's the reason why we're asking. Man. So it's like, you know, uh, you know, to, to answer it clear cut, yes, there was legal action. Mm-hmm. But legal action done by the school. Because I had, we've, um, I've spoken to her father after that happened. Mm-hmm. And this man has expressed to me that he's, he was not angry at me. He was not mad at me. He was disappointed. He's just like, it happened. And it is, a, it is what it is. It happened. But that man does not hate me, nor does he forsake me. Mm. You know, nothing came, nothing negative from them came to it. The only person that had legal, you know, the authority, actual authority to, you know, put legal charges or anything along those lines was that person and their family. And their family loved me. Still. So, the school then decided to try to take legal action against me. And that did not work. Because there was nothing, you know, I couldn't be charged. I couldn't, there was nothing to, you know, really do. So, I just had to go to the child courts or the, you know, children's court, whatever that, you know, is. I didn't even know they had that. You know, like, you know. It was a thousand dollars to get a lawyer to just say yes or no or whatever to question or whatever. That was it. But nothing ever came from it. Hmm. I was never put on probation. I wasn't fucking blacklisted or fucking sex offender listed. Nothing. Not a thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. The only thing that came out of that is the disappointment and the uh, the understanding that I hurt someone with the decision that I made. That my uh, my actions will and did have consequences. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. And just move past it. Type shit. Type shit. Does anyone have any like questions about it? Cause I got one. Cool. But yeah, I got I got one too. All right. What's your question and what's his question? All right. 
So, you know, I told you, you know, about the other people that got suspended, right, with you. Do you know that, like, do you know all these people that got suspended with you? I know one person in specific who I believe got one of the lengthier suspensions. Distribution. He was, like, a major distributor. <laughs> the fuck, bro? And, and I think it was the, who I talked to you about. My who shall was, not be named. Who shall not be named. That was your question? Yeah, that was my main question. What about you, Chris? Hi. So, we're running. We're uh, on the edge. I bet, bet, bet. So, pretty much my question was, like, what were your, like, intentions when you were sending it? Like, and, like, be, like, as honest as, like... I was trying to get more pussy. That's it. From the videos? Yeah. People were trying to impress them. Be like, yeah, look like it. Cut. That's it. Hmm. How long do we have? Listen. I can see a child making that decision. True. Right, True. a child. How long do we have? Uh, my battery's at thirteen percent. All right, okay. Uh, and we've already been here two hours. Oh, shit. The longest one yet. <laughs> shit, bro. We can end it off on that. Shout out but, to everybody watching. Uh, watch just don't cap, and uh, fuck with us. Facts. No cap. And yo, thanks for coming over here, bro. I appreciate you. We appreciate your sign and everything, bro. Thank you for allowing me to no, thank you for allowing me to give the you know ability to say it because I ain't never say it. So hopefully when people see it, my respect, bro. Honestly, you kept the truth. I appreciate it. Well, I yo, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.